Kids have no order reporting. Oh, my whole family shot me too. What's the address? What's the address? One three four one seven Tornado Drive West. One three four one seven. One three four one seven Tornado Drive West. Come now. What? What's the right now, You said tonight. You said Tornado Drive West. One three four one seven Tornado Drive West. Okay, it's, Washington. Okay, I, listen. I'm, dying. Who, I'm shot right now. My family's who, dead. Who did Maybe it? Someone came in. There's someone here with a gun. I don't know if you believe me. You need to come now. How, how many people? I don't know, bro. Just fucking come, yo. Where are My you shot? Fucking dead. Come, man. Where are you shot? Um, I'm fucking shot, bro. I don't know where I'm. All persons or persons in this newscast are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our other social media platforms. Are we ready? You're listening to Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse on iTunes. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Do we got a show for you guys today? We got some cleanup to do and some Russians out in Brooklyn. Let's hope that Vladimir Putin ain't brought up into that either. Well, uh, yeah, I'm talking about a full Russian uh, biker club out in Brooklyn. You'll see how the story is put out. And the way it is in this country right now, anything Russia, Russia, Russia. But that solemn recording from the beginning of the start of the show, whatever you want to call it, had to do with the video that I put out yesterday and there seems like some cockroaches are a little upset about uh, me putting that out saying well why are you helping why are you doing this why are you doing that why are you putting it out you're making clubs look bad hey man I ain't making nobody look bad what I'm doing is you know what being human now that was one of the kids that were killed right there on the phone it probably was some of his last words a family of four was killed in Washington State and the banditos were implicated as I said on the video I was hoping it was not true and hopefully the family can get some justice and if people knew what was going on do your thing and uh yeah i guess uh that brought some retribution up on uh the show because we put it out of what you know what's happening we were never ones to sit there and pull on schlongs and say every club was right and anything that's being uh put against them is uh wrong no we're fair we're down the middle and we put the news out as it is now those were my personal thoughts and if you're anything but sad for the family you're a bunch of freaking cockroaches if you're you know you're out there saying well why are you doing this why are you doing that well the cops they very well they might be lying yeah who knows but you still have to have some empathy for the damn family because like I said in that video yesterday put yourself in that family's shoes can you honestly sit there and say you got no feelings for this family that went through this you know the survivors come on there was two kids gunned down and one that was on the 911 call that we just played 
But you can have some cockroach idiots out there saying, well, you know, why are you doing this? Why? You know what? Because it's the right thing to do. It's because hopefully the club wasn't involved in this. That's what I'm personally hoping for. Personally, it looks like a cartel type of deal. And hopefully that's not, you know, affiliated with the club. So, yeah. I do not regret putting that out, and I never will. And if people, you know, I think they're mostly supporters. Uh, I can tell when they're club members. But supporters come on and try that crap. You know what? No wonder you're a supporter. No wonder you walk around head to toe with a freaking club uh, support gear on because you're too chicken shit to go do it yourself. So you have to wear the support gear like you're one of them. And that's, and that's another thing I brought up in the video, and it upset people. Well, you know, clubs have to make money. Well, don't bitch and moan when some stupid crap pops off and you find out these people were wearing your support gear because you were selling it online. Hey, more power to you. Do what you got to do to make your money. But don't come out and complain to us or a show like ours. If you want to complain, you want to get it out, go to one of them shows that pull on your schlong and say clubs can do no wrong and have them put it out and see where it goes. Personally, though, I feel bad for this family. And yes, we're going to talk about it. For, you know, hopefully it comes to the conclusion. They find out what's going on. And right now they got a, sus a suspect that hasn't been charged again innocent until proven guilty that was quote an associate of the banditos so if he was an associate well maybe he was wearing something or he's been seen around and that was my point yesterday well the clubs don't even know who the hell they're selling to anymore so how you cockroaches that are complaining about me uh putting uh, a story up like this with the club's name you know, I go pound sand, man. Go listen to another channel you don't like the news that is straight and gets both sides of the story out. So let is let's go and get into this other news. This freaking Russian thing is pretty freaking interesting. The requirement to join that club is you gotta speak Russian. Okay, here here's what I was talking about. This is out of Eurasia Net. And it looks like Bratva uh, may be the only Russian-speaking motorcycle club in the United States, but its members have lived the classic American immigrant experience. And there's going to be a film on this, and this is uh, today's date of the 31st. The first rule of the motorcycle club, you must speak Russian. The second rule, you must ride. <laughs> well, there you go. You do not talk about what goes on at the club fourth if one member gets in trouble all members have to fight rat packing fifth and final rule in new york only the strongest survive let's see what uh, some of these half the guys have to say here let's put it on they love their baka я с Ташкента, да. Когда я сюда приехал, в 96-м году, я там закончил архитектурный институт. Наш пэтч, это же я придумал. Вот это все я рисовал. 
There's their patch. Okay, that's a little. If you want to see it, you can look at it. Uh, Bratva, the Russian bikers of Brooklyn on YouTube. For over a century, it goes on to say, motorcycle clubs have featured on New York streets. Today, there are over 140 MCs in the city, says one club president. These organized groups, recognizable by the three-piece patches on their leather vests, enjoy defiant authority. They value freedom and loyalty. MCs have a rigid army-like structure with officers and enforcers and prospects seeking admission. The filmmaker built trust with the Bravata MC. I can't even say. I don't speak Russian, so I can't be involved. <laughs> Over a five-year period, though members still set some uh, restrictions on what she could film. The club, whose name has the same root as Brothers and is a term meeting both buddies and among criminals. <laughs> Great, like the club scene needs more of that crap coming out in the papers. Members of the same gang may be the only Russian-speaking motorcycle club in the United States, but its members have lived the classic American immigrant life. Uh, several were homeless when they first arrived, others undocumented, one served in the Iraq War. They are all self-made and proud. Uh, they are from, a lot of them, from the old Soviet Union. You younger ones that didn't live through the Soviet Union, man, can we... You know what, I actually should do a freaking video on my other channel about that. Living through the Cold War, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, again, you can go see that on YouTube. The Russian Bikers of Brooklyn. And you got to speak, uh, what's it called? You got to speak Russian, man. And uh, you, you better watch out. You go over there and watch that video. And you might be accused of being a Russian sympathizer uh, in one of these freaking times and dates with this damn country. Anyway, we're going to go out to the press. Atlantic City. Kaufman widow sues Hudson's County Jail over husband's death by Claire Lowe. And if you guys don't know uh, what this story is about, we've done many, many videos, many, many segments on this. This had to do with a radio uh, personality out there that was uh, killed by her husband and uh, one pagan was uh, convicted uh, of the crime. So it's a big thing that was going out there. But anyway, the widow of James Kaufman, a local endocrinologist charged in his wife's 2012 murder, is suing the Hudson County Jail where he died by suicide two years ago. Kaufman's wife, Carol Wintrub of Philadelphia, alleges the Hudson County Department of Corrections knew her husband was suicidal and failed to protect him while he was detained there awaiting trial. Maybe you're lucky, Carol, that he was in there and committed suicide because if he did that to his ex-wife, what do you think he'd do to you? Oh my God, freaking people nowadays. She is seeking damages for two counts of negligence and one count of wrongful death. He's the one who killed himself, the coward. The lawsuit first reported by SJNTV.com was filed by attorney Louis Barbone in Hudson County Civil Court 
On January 24th, Barbone, the colleague of Kaufman's attorney, Edwin Jacobs, was not available for comment on this. Kaufman's second wife, April, a local radio host and veterans advocate, was found murdered in their Linwood home in May 2012. You can actually see uh, Freddie Angelo's or, or Freddie Aguaglo. Uh We did uh, a two-part series with uh, a person that was affiliated with this case. So you just see the segment over on Motorcycle Madhouse, or you can see it over on the YouTube channel and get a better, you know, footing on what I'm talking about here. She was murdered in their Linwood home in May of 2012, sending shockwaves through the white-collar suburb. Despite law enforcement initially optimistic a suspect would be charged soon, the murder went unsolved for five years. A little more than a year after April's death, Kaufman married uh, this uh, broad, Carol, and split his time between his Center City penthouse and his home in Linwood. In 2017, he was arrested after an armed standoff at his Egg Harbor Township Endocrinology Office where police were attempting to execute a search warrant related to April's death and an illegal drug ring. Uh, I do know, well, let's go for a little bit more here. Was ordered detained until trial and remained in the county jail until 2018 when he was charged with murder and operating an illegal opiate ring with a former president of the Pagan's Motorcycle Club's Cape May County chapter, Ferdinand Angelo. According to the lawsuit, during his detention in the uh, Atlantic County, he was uh, treated for suicidal tendencies. Yeah, white collar, he couldn't uh, th bear the thought of what he was going to do the rest of his life. He's probably going to be somebody's, you know punk but hey that's just that's just me saying so but anyway if you want to know more about this story again motorcyclemadhouse.com there is a two-part series talking about how it all went down uh i know uh they were given uh freddie's uh point of view on that stuff through uh somebody who actually knew him was actually best friends with uh this lady that was uh killed so anyway we got sad news sad news uh anyway this is if you if you're on uh, youtube this is the biker lifestyle magazine your stop for everything biker get over here how do you guys like to twist the throttle logo for it uh get over there you to get everything about motorcycles manufacturers you know the good stuff clubs do because i don't you know harleyliberty.com it's mostly the bad stuff but we put on the good stuff on this one Taken for a ride. How Norton motorcycles collapsed amid acrimony and scandal. Yes, our Norton motorcycles is in bankruptcy. The 122-year-old brand had fallen victim to an assortment of overwhelming forces by the Guardian. You guys over there in UK, let me know what you guys think. Have you guys ever owned a Norton, man? I would love to own one of them old ass nordens man you know triumph norden almost the same thing man i love british bikes i really do when the classic british motorcycle marquee norden slumped in the administration that's basically bankruptcy here in the united states on wednesday afternoon the news was framed in an habitual way of standard uk engineering corporate failure 
The 122-year-old brand, man, 122 years old. Fame for Rose in the Che Guerrera memoir, uh, the Motorcycle Diaries and the James Bond film had fallen victim to an assortment of overwhelming forces ranging from Brexit. Everybody's blaming Brexit. You know, the UK wants to do their own thing, which, you know, this European Union crap, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't support it. You know, be your own country. Be you, man. Uh, a punchy HMRC pursuing the firm for, it says, 300000 in unpaid taxes. That's euros. And I don't know the conversion. <laughs> and tough international competition that made it impossible for Norton's traditional bespoke approach to succeed. However, the story is far more complex than that. It is a pileup that includes hundreds of hapless pension holders together with unsuspecting Norton customers, staff, and even government ministers who repeatedly endorsed Norton as millions of pounds in taxpayer support flowed into the farm. They got a lot different way of doing business in the UK. They subsidize a lot of these businesses where in the US, they well, what am I talking about during uh the what was it that 2008 man they propped up them banks and stuff like that uh so i can't say it don't happen here in the u.s anyway all will take a lot of persuading that this is merely a story of plucky british company that is vi a victim of circumstance their anger looks likely to be directly uh uh directed principally towards one man norton's boss Garner. <laughs> it's just like the CEO, CEO of Harley, probably Matt. Yeah, there's a winner, Matt. Garner uh, bought the Northern brand in 2008 after it had been under U.S. ownership and had ceased producing bikes. He pledged to return the marquee to former glories that include a racing tradition dating back to winning the first Isle of Man. Man, that race. Whoo, that is something of a race, ain't it, guys? I love watching the Isle of Man. Uh, even before this week's collapse, the businessman was being pursued by dozens of, quote, ordinary working people, some of the 228 savers whose pension pots added up to Euro uh, 14 million that was invested into Norden following a fraud. Those savers had been persuaded by a common to transfer their retirement funds out of conventional pension plans during 2012 and 2013. Their money was then locked up for five years into three new pension plans controlled by Garner, where the cash was invested in just one asset, Norton shares. Oh, sounds like we uh, have a Bernie Madoff going on over there. Uh, let's see here. An investigation. Dozens of pension holders are now accusing Gardner of ignoring repeated requests to return their pension pots years after the lock-in periods that prevented them from accessing their money had passed. Millions of pounds in government-backed loans and ministerial endorsements were given to Norton, which enhanced the credibility of the firm and its owner. Lengthy delays and promised deliveries of Norton motorcycles, which can cost as much as 44,000 euro each, despite customers saying they had paid deposits and sometimes even the full purchase price. 
a one million euro loan received by the motorcycle firm in 2008 that came directly from the proceeds of a tax fraud for which two long-standing Norton associates were convicted in 2013. Elizabeth Pitcarney, a 55-year-old former HBO's bank worker from uh, Scotland, claims Garner has missed his own deadlines to return her 56,000-euro uh, pension plot in a saga that has dragged on for almost a year. Basically, mm-hmm, looks like this dude freaking killed the company. Now, and it's a shame too. Norton, man, 122 years. Okay, and that is your news for today. You guys got to let me know what you guys think of my opening. And uh, you know what? Am I right in what the hell? If it's biker news, it's going out there. And that's just the way it is. I ain't going to apologize it. I ain't going to apologize for opinions that I have. Because everybody has an opinion. They're just like assholes. Uh, what do you guys think about what's going on with Norton? 122 years. And just leave it the corporate corruption to kill a company. I'm waiting for Harley Davidson, uh, that CEO and... I bet they got little shenanigans going on and uh, all that. Hey, as one old dude would say, malarkey. You know, it's a good word until that idiot screwed it up. Uh, but anyway, it just takes corporate greed, white collar uh, crime to take down a company. It, it's kind of like, what was that? that uh, what is it? Uh, Encron. uh I don't know what the hell that, uh, but it was a big thing where it just one day closed and everybody was out millions of dollars. It's always the white uh, collar criminals that get away with the money while the blue collar uh, people uh, suffer for what they do up there at the top. Uh, also, man, remember, if you're going to go do that, uh, watch that Russian video, man, better be careful, man. You might have somebody on the left call you a Russian uh, sympathizer. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to go over to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Visit all our uh, social media. I might be doing a Twitter live feed on Mondays. Let me know what you guys think. Get over there and subscribe really appreciate it until then i will talk to you guys later and you guys pass the news that you can use <laughs>